Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, first off, great to see you back in the mix again. We uh, we spoke uh, in Dublin, and uh, obviously things weren't too great in terms of your sort of standing within within the uh, the overall championship mix. There, you've been a little bit frozen out of things, and I know you were a bit frustrated at the time. Now, now you've got this fight with Josh. Are you are you happy with how things are moving forward? Oh, yeah, I think it's a huge stage. Um, we're going to be on the Fox card. You know, I think it's a huge viewership. I think it's a great stage. Uh, it's the right opponent. You know, I, I think everybody knows, you know, where he stands. It's a long-time veteran, and, and a win against him, I think, says a lot. And it's the fight we needed. Absolutely, it's uh, it's been it's been a funny old week for the uh, for the heavyweight division. We obviously had Kane pulled out of one nine six with injury, um, and uh, Fabricio Verdum pulled out almost as soon as Stipe was put in there um, as a as an injury replacement. What did you make of all of that? Is, is especially Verdum's situation? Can you sympathise with his position, or do you think that he should have he should have gone through with the fight? Have, well, the first part, so we'll start at the end, was Stipe, you know, his management was talking for him and saying that they should take Verdun's belt and do this and do that. And so just, you know, couldn't believe that he pulled out and so much of this and that. And I'm like, it upset me because they did the exact same thing just three months ago. So I felt like they needed to, like, back off or, you know, should watch what they're saying. It's kind of calling the, you know, kettle calling the pot black. And you know, I was just like kind of, kind of surprised by how they were handling it. And I think like I didn't see enough fans reminding him, like, "Hey, didn't you do the exact same thing just three months ago at about an off wall?" So, so that part kind of was irritating. I don't know if it was Stipe as much as it was his management and stuff. And then, you know, Kane pulling out was just like, I just think the guy is, you know, he keeps doing it. This isn't the first time he's had it happen a lot. Um, Steve made one good comment as he was ready for the Verdun fight because he never stopped training because he knew that this happens with Kane. So I think it's uh, I think it's unfortunate, you know, for, for for the fans and for the show, especially for the UFC. I mean, they had to basically rearrange everything, so it's uh, it's disappointing that way. And uh, I don't know, I don't know what to, to think about all Kane's injuries. It's just it's definitely not a good thing. Um, and it's uh, it's better that he doesn't have the belt. Because otherwise, it's like the championship belt was just you know it was plugged up for so many years because of him, and you know it's not a good thing for the rest of us. We don't have a champion that's willing to fight, and Verdum now it lays on to him. It's like yeah, we need a champion that's willing to fight. I think if he just would have, I think all the criticisms coming because of how he's handled this with the media. I think if he just would have said, "Oh man, I had this aching injury, and then just a few hours ago, we just oh my god, I pulled my back, I'm just injured." can't fight anybody, you know, it's done. I think that would have been better than him saying, oh, I would have fought Kane, but I'm not going to fight Stipe. I just think it was a disaster. I think he just destroyed his repertoire with everybody, you know, and just I think he lost a lot of respect by saying that he was willing to do one fight but not another. I mean, that's all anybody could hear. They didn't even hear injury anymore. They just heard, okay, you'll fight this guy, but you won't fight that guy. It just really, really sounded bad. It's not the kind of things you should be saying as a champion and uh, I think they didn't they didn't handle it very well with the media how how damaging would you say it is I mean obviously you know you're one of the top heavyweights in the world and you're striving to get that 
to get that belt. Um, how damaging is it, would you say, that you know the heavyweight championship of the world, which is held up as being, you know, if you're the heavyweight champion, you're the baddest man on the planet. But that belt's only been defended three times in the last three years. I mean, what's your take on that? Yeah, like I said, it's just not a good thing when someone's not willing to, to defend their belt. You know, I don't think they got to defend it, you know, every month. You know, but at least they, you know, two to three times a year, I don't think it's unreasonable. Um, I was only, you know, I was going to fight two times last year, and I can't do anything about it. My opponent pulled out in October. So I think for heavyweights, I think two to three times is reasonable, and, and I don't think anybody would argue that. Um, it's just when they fight, you know, once or, you know, or let a whole year go by sitting on injury, you know, I think, yeah, nobody likes an interim belt, but maybe they need to start incorporating more of that. If a guy can't defend his belt, you know, constantly getting injured. And, uh, yeah, it's just really it's really hard for the rest of the division if, you know, a champion's just going to sit on injury and sit on the ball for two years at a time. It's not good for anybody. It's certainly not good for the sport. Yeah, yeah, and no, I, I, I completely agree with that. Um, with, um, I mean, with your career, it seems it seems like the last, probably the last 12 months or so, it seems like your, your career seems to have kicked up a gear, um, especially in the eyes of the fans. You seem to have built this... This 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 fan base now, and it's you know there's it feels like there's some real momentum behind you as you're going into this fight. Um, you know, I, I saw I saw you know firsthand you know the amount of love you were getting from the from the Dublin fans, especially during that Q and A session uh, where you were having a bit of fun at Andre Arlovsky's expense. But um, you know, it's you seem like you know you're in a great position now. You know, you're on a good run of form. You've got the fans behind you. Is there is there something in particular that that's happened over the last year, eighteen months that's really set everything in place for you to to uh, to go on this run? Um, it's it's actually been about four and a half years in the making. Kind of since I came back to Kenosha and took over my own training and opened up my gym. Um, I have the right trainers around me now that we work together as a council. You know, we talk to each other, we discuss things. It's not. Not one coach ruling with absolute saying you're going to do this and this and that just because I said so. And like I did ten years of that prior to doing everything I did, and it just doesn't work. And um, that's really the biggest thing. And obviously, I mean, Luis Claudio, you see him with me. I mean, I have such a high level of jiu-jitsu with me now. It's it's really what rounded out my game and and just makes me just confident because I know I'm so dangerous everywhere a fight can go. I mean, I have 100% confidence there is not a heavyweight on this planet that I can't end anywhere. So, when you know that you can do that, you know, you can fight very strong. And uh, you got Josh Barnett, um, who, you know, between the two of you, I think you've got 80, 80 professional fights between you, which is, you know, for for two heavyweight fighters, that's, that's, that's quite remarkable. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he's looking to get back to the top. I think he was UFC heavyweight champion 14 years ago. So, uh, you know, give us, give us your take on him, how you match up with him, and, and, and how you feel you're going to get the win against him on, on Saturday night. Ben Rothwell as, as as people and we have a lot of respect for each other. I mean he's a he's a very cool guy and outside of fighting and I can only say good things, you know, we're just we're just 
we have a lot of the same hobbies and do a lot of the same things. I say he's kind of like the older brother to me in the sport. But as competitors, our fight persona, it's, a, it's another game. That's where the dark side comes out because, you know, he's in my way and I have, you know, I have to obtain the belt. Before I can really do the things that I need to do, I need to obtain the belt. And anyone that's in my way, they have to be removed. And he, uh, I feel I feel like he had his time. Like, he had his chance, and that was that. I mean, in this world, in this, in this day and age, you can always do things. But right now, he's in my way, and I'd be like, this is my time. And... You know, my momentum, as you can see, you can feel it the fans, you feel everything around me. My momentum is growing every fight, and, you know, this is another fight to, to take me where I have to go. You know, I'm, I'm headed towards the title. You know, I'm going through one each one of these guys at a time if I have to, and I'll, I'll clean up the entire division if it's necessary, but I'm going to get the belt. We've spoken about, um, you know, the logjam at the top of the division where we've got a champion who's, who's got injured, and he's taking on a former champion who is injured quite a lot. Um, if if and when you get this victory on on Saturday night, um, do you feel like you're going to have to really make almost two statements in the octagon on on Saturday night in order to get yourself that title shot? A statement in terms of your performance, and then also when you when, you know when you get that microphone time afterwards. How important how important is it that you make a statement there as well? I mean, I've already let several of the guys know that that could you know, that are open for the title shot, whether it's Stipe or any of these other guys that I'm, you know, I'm already letting them know that I'm, I'm ready to fight them. You know, I'm, I'm ready to win this fight and I'm ready to match the fight with them next. If that's what it's going to take to make myself the number one contender, you know, I don't need to bypass anybody. I, I'm, I want to walk into a title fight with the whole entire world saying Ben Roth was a number one contender. There's no doubt he deserves it. That's the way I want it. I've been paying my dues my entire career, and I'm not going to stop now. And if that means I have to clean out a couple more guys, then I'm going to. You know, I just it doesn't matter to me. You know, with the belt, without the belt, I'm I'm here to, to take these guys out. Fantastic, Ben. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, really appreciate it. Really looking forward to this fight. I think a lot. Of, I think this is a bit of a people's main event fight. This fight. So, um, really looking forward to this one. It's going to be a cracker. Thanks very much for your time, and best of luck on Saturday uh, night. Thank you, man. I, I just want to say, uh, hey, I, I, I do feel momentum, but I'm, I'm so happy that I went to Ireland, even without the fight, because now I feel that uh, you know, with Ireland behind me, I feel like a, a, a whole other surge of energy. Of unstoppable energy is with me right now, so I just want to thank you guys for that. No problem at all. Best of luck.